Hare Krishna. Jai. Welcome, everyone. Um, for those of you who were expecting His Holiness Giraj Maharaj to give class, I apologize. I'm a very poor substitute, but uh, anyway, we'll, we're going to be talking again today about uh, maybe the pastimes of Shrimati Radharani. And uh, so, first, we'll start with uh, a song, uh, Radha Madhava. Um, and uh, then we'll. Maybe tell some pastimes about Shrimati Radharani. So please. Jaya Radha Madhava Kunja Bihari 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 Jaya Gopi Chanda Palava Kirivada Dari Jaya Gopi Chanda Palava Kirivada Dari Jai Gopi Janna Balaba Girivada Dari Gopi Janna Balaba Girivada Dari Yashoda Nandana Brajajana Ranjana Jashoda Nandana Brajajana Ranjana Yamuna Tiravana Chari Yamuna Tiravana Chari Vishnupad Paramahamsa Privajakacharya Astotada Sata Sri Srimad's Divine Grace AC Bhaktivedanta Swami Srila Prabhupada Ki Jayam Vishnupad Paramahamsa Privajakacharya Astotada Sata Sri Srimad's Divine Grace Bhakti Sadanta Saraswati Gosmai Maharaj Srila Prabhupada Ki Ananta Kodi Vaishnava Ki Namacharya Srila Haridas Dakur Ki Premzakaho Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Sri Advaita Gadadhar Sri Vasari Gaur Bhakta Brindaki Sri Sri Radha Krishna Gopi Gopina Shamakun Radha Kun Giri Govardhanaki Sri Vrindavan Dhamaki Mayapur Navadweep Dhamaki Vimuna Devi Ganga Devi Ki Bhakti Devi Ki Shimati Tulsi Devi Maharani Ki Briyabhadanga Transcendental Books and Prashadam Distribution Ki Yuga Dharma Sri Hare Krishna Mahamatra Ki Ki 
Oat Festival Ki Jai Srila Prabhupada Ki Gaur Premanandi All glories to the symbol devotees All glories to the symbol devotees All glories to the symbol devotees All glories, all glories, all glories to Sri Guru and Sri Gauranga so this song that we just sang, this Jairada Madhava, this was a song that was very dear to Srila Prabhupada. He would always sing this song uh, before class. And because Prabhupada said this song, it contains, it's like a picture of Vrindavan. Uh, it has Radha, it has Krishna, it has um, Mother Yashoda and Nanda Maharaj, it has the Yamuna, it has Govardhan Hill, uh, has the gopis and the, and the gopas. Uh, so this song is like a, a picture into the spiritual world of um, for um, and Srila Prabhupada loved this song very much, so that's why we sing it uh, in class. So, Srila Prabhupada, his father, he prayed that Srila Prabhupada would become a devotee of Srimati Radharani. And before Srila Prabhupada arrived in America, he wrote a poem. And uh, this poem, one of the lines in this poem was, My dear brothers, you cannot get success in Krishna consciousness unless you worship Srimati Radharani. How many people know about Srimati Radharani? Okay. This is Srimati Radharani on the right of Krishna. Um, she's the greatest of Krishna's devotees. Uh, she's actually an expansion of Krishna. Uh, it says that even Krishna cannot understand uh, Srimati Radharani's qualities. We know that Krishna, he's all-knowing. He knows everything past, present, and future. And he knows everything in everyone's heart. But there's one thing that Krishna longed to know, and that was the nature of Srimati Radharani's love for him. And also the sweetness that she feels when she's experiencing this love. So Krishna could see that even though Srimati Radharani, she was, her love was uh, unconditional, it was unmotivated, still she was getting a thousand, it says more than a thousand times more pleasure than Krishna was getting, more bliss than Krishna. And she didn't want it, but she was still getting it. Therefore, in order to experience these things, Krishna came as Lord Chaitanya. And by the mercy of Lord Chaitanya, uh, we're also able to relish these qualities and these pastimes of Srimati Radharani. And this is Lord Chaitanya's mercy on us. Um, once Srimati Radharani went to Krishna and she said, I had this dream. And in this dream, I saw this golden personality. And he was dancing and singing and chanting Hare Krishna. And she said, I was wondering who this person, who this person is. And she said, when he would call out, Krishna, Krishna, I thought it might be me, Radharani. And when he would, when he call out, Radha, Radha, she thought, well, maybe it's you, Krishna. So she said, can you tell me who this personality is? And so Krishna picked up his Kastuba jewel and he showed her. And when she looked into the jewel, she could see on one side was Radharani, on the other side was Krishna. And then they merged and it's Lord Chaitanya and merging into Lord Chaitanya. So she said, oh, I see. Actually, this was both of us. And that, that dream she saw was actually Radha and Krishna. Because we know that Lord Chaitanya, he comes in the mood of Srimati Radharani. And Srimati Radharani is also the embodiment of pure devotional service. No one can be a greater devotee than Srimati Radharani. Uh, this very name, Radharani, comes from the Sanskrit word Aradhana, which means worship. Uh, and her name uh, is Radharani because she excels everybody in worshiping Krishna. Although Krishna, we know he's so beautiful that he can attract like millions and millions of cupids, uh, and therefore he's called Madan, uh, 
Madame Mohan. Um, so he's called the attractor of Cupid. Uh, but Radharani, we know that she can even attract Krishna. So what is she called? She called Madan Mohan Mohini. She's the attractor of the attractor of Cupid. Uh, and just as Krishna is the source of all incarnations, uh, Srimati Radharani with her is external potency, she is the source of all gopis, gopis and the goddesses of fortune. And we know that Radharani's color is what? What is the color of Srimati Radharani? Golden, yes, like pure gold. Uh, like molten gold. And her effulgence, uh, sometimes even the trees and the bushes and the animals will actually reflect her color. And there's one story that's um, one pastime that's one of my favorites. And I know it's also a favorite of Rupanuga Prabhu. Uh, this was a story once, if you remember, Radharani had been cursed that she would not, that she would be separated for Krishna, from Krishna for 100 years. And there's a whole story, a whole pastime behind that where uh, Sridham uh, cursed her. So at the end of this hundred years, Srimati was, Radharani was sitting with the gopis, and there was this one gopi named Chandranana. And she was talking about the glories of Dwarka, and she was talking especially about the glories of this one place called Siddhashram. So Srimati Radharani asked her, she said, can you tell me about these glories of this Siddhashram? And she said... Anyone that visits or bathes in this in this kund at Siddhashram will never be separated from Krishna ever again. So as soon as Srimati Radharani heard that, she thought, okay, we, we have to go. That's, we have to make plans. And you know how ladies are. They always want to go and do things and dress up and everything. So so they, they started packing and uh, food and clothes and everything. And they were going to go on uh, um, outside of Vrindavan, actually, uh, all the way to Dwarka to to see this Siddhashram. So in the meantime, Krishna he he always knew what Srimati Radharani was doing because he he's Krishna first of all, and also he had spies that would tell him what she's doing. So he heard this, and so um, as the closer that Srimati Radharani got to Dwarka, the more Krishna would be like. He would just be like in a trance sometimes, and sometimes in his sleep he would just call out Radha, Radha, and the queens of Dwarka. They, they had heard about Radha, but they, they just couldn't understand why Krishna was in this, in this mood. And so, while they were going, while the gopis were going to Siddhashram, well, every, everybody that's got a child knows that when you're going somewhere, what does a child always ask when you're going on a long distance? Are we there yet? So this was Srimati Radharani. She was always asking the gopis, are we there yet? Are we there yet? And she would see a tree that was maybe a tamal, dark tamal tree, and she would think that would be Krishna, and she would run to the tree, or she would see dark clouds, and and so she just couldn't wait to get to Siddhashram. So as she got closer and closer, Krishna told the queens, he said, I think we should go on a, a, a journey. We should just uh, go on a parikram, and let's go to this place called Siddhashram. So the queens, they were all excited. They wanted to go someplace, and uh, so they all... Krishna got together and all the queens and, and Krishna's whole army. Krishna has a huge army. So the whole army went. And you can imagine this whole army marching and with these festoons and everything marching towards Siddhashram. So actually, Srimati Radharani, she got there and the gopis got there first. And so when the queens got there, they, they of course, they got their camp ready and everything. And then they thought, let's go bathe in this Siddhashram. So they went and when they came to the to the um, to the kun, 
This glow, this golden glow was going everywhere. The trees were reflecting it. The animals were reflecting it. It was this beautiful glow coming from the coon. And all around the coon, the gopis were holding this silk cloth, and they were holding it up. And so the queens started to go toward to, to bathe, and the gopis said, Stop, you can't come in here because the queen of, of Vrindavan is bathing right now, and, and only she can come in now. So the soldiers, they started to come and move the gopis out of the way, and the gopis, just by knitting their eyebrows, like, you know, how you knit your eyebrows like that, just by doing that, it stopped the army. They couldn't do anything. So they backed off, and then they thought, let's try again. And the, queen, the gopis did it again. And they thought, what power do these gopis have that they can, you know, it's Krishna's army. I mean, who can defeat Krishna's army? So, so they, finally the soldiers gave up. And so the queens, they asked Krishna, who, who is this that's bathing in here? And Krishna said, uh, that's the daughter. It must be the daughter of Rishabhanu and Kirtita. Uh, her name is Radha. And the queens, they'd heard of Radha, and, but they had never met her or seen her. And, and, and Krishna said, she's the most beautiful of all women. And so Satyabhama, she's... Um, What's well, the whole story? Satyabhama is actually a expansion of Shamati Radharani, but she was one of the queens. And so she said, well... You know, don't we also have beauty? Aren't we? Didn't Krishna do so many things for us? And and uh, didn't Rukmini, when she came out of the castle, didn't all the kings and the princes, didn't they all faint and fall off their horses just because of her beauty? So so does this Radharani, is she the only one that, that has beauty? So Krishna could see that. That they were, you know, they were comparing themselves to Shrimati Radharani, their beauty. And so they said, they asked Krishna, do you think that we might be able to meet this Srimati Radharani? And so Krishna knew that they, they wanted to compare themselves to Radharani and see how their beauty compared, you know. So Krishna thought, okay, uh, it's time to teach them a, a little, humble a little bit, you know. So he sent one of the uh, gopis in and said, tell Srimati Radharani to come out. So Srimati Radharani was so excited. She hadn't seen Krishna or she hadn't been with Krishna uh, for like a hundred years. And so she... She just wanted to run out there, and, and Lalita said, no, 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 you just sit here. Don't act like you're anxious to see him. It's, there's a whole crowd of people out there. you got to be, you know, just be a, little, be a little shy. And so finally they got Srimati Radharani together and got her dressed and everything. And this is like my favorite part here. It's like when she walked out, it's like the gopis, they parted like a curtain, like somebody, a, an actor coming out on stage. And it said the whole forest, with every step that Sri Mati Radharani took, the whole forest just swayed with her step. And I can imagine, you can close your eyes and you can imagine just her stepping and the whole forest just swaying like that. And so when she walked out, not only did all the soldiers faint, but all the queens fainted also because she was so beautiful. They had never seen beauty like that before. So they all, they all fainted. And Krishna, he was just like, Petrified, he couldn't move. He was just looking at her, and he, and so finally, everybody kind of you know got together and and uh, uh, you know came out of their um, faint faintness, and uh, and so they came up to Shamati Radharani, and they could see that she was by far the, much more beautiful than than them. So they invited her to come and stay with uh, with them in their tents, and. That's not what she, she really didn't want that. She wanted to just be with Krishna, but she, she accepted. So they went and they talked to Srimati Radharani and they were talking about Krishna and everything. And then nighttime came. And so, uh, Mother Rukmini, she was going by Krishna's tent and he was laying there and his lantern was still on. And so she walked in and she said, why, why aren't you sleeping, Krishna? 
And he said, I can't sleep until Srimati Radharani goes to sleep. And he said, and she's still awake because you haven't given her her hot milk. She always, she's a cowherd girl. She always takes hot milk before she goes to bed. So they they got together and uh, and they gave some hot brought some hot milk to Srimati Radharani and they stayed with her until she went to sleep. And then um, Rukmini came back and she went into Krishna's tent and she told him that okay, Srimati Radharani is asleep. So she started to massage his feet. And on the bottom of his feet were all these blisters. And she said, my Lord, how, how is it that you got these blisters on your feet? And he said, because Srimati Radharani has me bound in her heart with her, with, with her love for me, I'm like a prisoner in her, in her heart. So when you gave her the hot milk, the milk was too hot, and it actually burned my feet. So Krishna had blisters on his feet. And so then the gopis could understand that they, well, they could close to understand how dear Srimati Radharani was to Krishna and how dear Krishna was to her. So that next day they wanted to actually do uh, a rasa dance. They they went to Krishna and asked him, "Can can we, since we're all here, can we do a rasa dance?" And Krishna said, "Well, you have to ask Srimati Radharani. She's the queen of the rasa dance, so she she makes that decision." So they went to Srimati Radharani and she said. She was thinking, well, how, how can we do a rasa dance when, you know, when these queens, they're just actually doing it first. Also, it's a mixed thing. It's, they're, in other words, they're doing it to please Krishna, but they're also doing it to please themselves. So there's a mixture there. Uh, whereas the gopis, only thing they ever wanted to do was please Krishna. They never wanted any pleasure from themselves. But anyway, she knew that Krishna really wanted uh, to do this. So she said, yes, let's do the rasa dance. So they got together and they... Krishna formed the circle of all the, the gopis and the queens, and, and he and Srimati Radharani showed them all the different mudras and the different steps, dance steps and everything. And Radharani, out of, out of her um, potency, she actually, within the heart of every one of the queens, she taught them how to do all the different dances and everything that needed to be done for the rasa dance. She actually gave this to them. And, and so then Krishna would line, line them up in concentric circles, there would be two queens and a gopi, two queens and a gopi. And then Krishna went in, got in between the, each group, and they started a rasa dance. And the rasa dance went all night. Uh, so when the sun came up the next day, the queens were like just, uh, they wanted to go on and on, but they were just feeling just totally ecstatic, uh, total bliss. And so they were saying, this, this is probably the best rasa dance ever. So they came to Krishna and they said, Krishna, is this, is this not the best rasa dance you've ever, ever been in? And Krishna said, well, maybe you should go ask Srimati Radharani. She'll probably, you know, tell you whether it is or not. And so Krishna knew that again, the queens would be becoming a little proud. So, so they went to Srimati Radharani and they said, is this not the best rasa dance ever? And she said, how could it be? Even close to the best rasa dance, there's no Vrindavan forest, there's no Yamuna, there's no Govardhan, there's no, no uh, uh, you know, there's no, no, nothing, there's no Krishna with the peacock feather. So she said, she told them, she said, actually, this rasa dance is not one atomic particle of the rasa dance that we have in Vrindavan. So the queens, they could, they could actually, they got humble and they could actually appreciate that, uh, um, that actually the, the pure rasa dance is actually done in Vrindavan. So this is uh, a, a story of, um, like I said, one of my favorite stories about Srimati Radharani. Um, there was another time when, well, actually, these umbrellas, it looks like it's raining umbrellas when you look up. 
So one time, um, Shumati Radharani, she was a Krishna, had snuck into her room through a window. And he was sitting on the bed with her, and they were talking. And uh, Radharani's sister-in-law is uh, Kutila. Radharani's mother-in-law is Jatila, and her sister-in-law is Kutila. And both Jatila and Kutila, they're always wanting to catch Radharani with Krishna. They're always wanting to criticize her. And so Kutila was walking down the hall, and she heard Radharani talking. And she thought heard someone else talking back to her, and she said, that must be Krishna. So she went and got her mother real quick, and she went and got Jatila. And so when they started walking down the hallway, uh, Krishna heard them coming. So he, he just really quickly jumped out the window. And when he jumped out the window, um, they came in the door right at that time. And so they, were, they said, who was in here with you? Krishna was here, right? And, and um, Radharani said, no, no, I was just, I, I was just talking to myself. And, uh, and they said, no, no, we know Krishna. And they looked, and sure enough, there was a flute laying on the bed. And they said, ah, we got you. They said, we know Krishna was in here because here's his flute right here. And so they took Radharani, Jatila took her, and they took her outside. And they started telling all the women, come around. This, this girl is very unchaste. She's been with Krishna, and she's the most unchaste girl. And so Radharani, Shumati Radharani was crying and crying. And so all of a sudden, Purnamasi, who's, who's Yogamaya, Purnamasi, she came up. And she said, what's, what's going on? And, and Jatila said, my daughter-in-law, she's... She's very unchaste, and, and we're chastising her. And Purnamasi started laughing, and, and Jatila said, why, why are you laughing? This is not a laughing matter, you know. And Purnamasi said, well, didn't you, didn't you hear last night there was a storm, and it rained flutes? We had a flute storm. And so, sure enough, Jatila looked around, and there was flutes laying everywhere. So she went back in her own bedroom, and sure enough, in her bedroom and in Kutila's bedroom was a flute laying there. So, in this way, Purnamasi, she, she protected Radharani, and her, her chastity was able to protect her. Another time when actually Krishna protected Srimati Radharani's chastity, Radharani, Srimati Radharani came to Krishna, and she said, Krishna, I'm feeling so, I'm so upset because... The people are are criticizing me, um, and they're calling me Krishna Kalakini, which means that uh, I'm I'm attached to Krishna. Uh, I, I uh, she said, because of my love for you, I'm being criticized by the gopis in the other camps. There, and she said, everybody else can love you. Uh, the demigods love you. The yogis they all love you, and they don't get criticized. But I get criticized when I love you. How is this fair? And she said, I might as well just take poison. I might as well drink poison and just get it over with. And Krishna told her, no, no, wait. He said, I, I can, I'll fix this. Don't worry. So the next day, Krishna was with his mother, Mother Yashoda, and he got a fever. He got a really bad fever. And all of a sudden, Krishna, in, in her lap, he just fainted. And so Mother Yashoda, she didn't know what to do. She was trying to bring Krishna back and trying to wake him up, and he wouldn't wake up. So then she fainted. And so Nanda Maharaj, Krishna's father, he came in. And he put out word, find a Kaviraj, find a doctor that can fix Krishna, that can cure him. So they went out everywhere, brought all the doctors in. Nobody could cure Krishna. So finally, this Nanda Maharaj, there was this one handsome young man that was standing outside the gate. And he said, uh, who are you? And he said, I'm a doctor. I'm, uh, he said, I, I heard about Krishna, and I think I can cure him. So he said, please come. And so... Uh, he, this was Krishna, actually. Krishna was coming in to see himself, and uh, he was a doctor. So he came in, and he took his Krishna's pulse, and he said, 
yeah, I can cure. I can actually cure him. I know what the what the problem is. He said, but it's a, it's a very specific um, potion or, or medicine that 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 it's going to take to cure him. He said, first of all, we have to take uh, make a bridge of hair, uh, like a rope of hair across the Yamuna, and a chaste lady has to take a, a pot that's got a thousand holes in it. Take it, walk in, out on this hair, dip it into the Yamuna, and bring the water back to me. And I'll mix that, and it'll cure Krishna. But he said it has to be a, a chaste lady. So they put out word, and ladies came from everywhere trying to do this. They would take the pot, walk out, and they would fall. And, you know, the hair, they would break or whatever, or the, the, the pot wouldn't hold water. Or... So finally, here again, Jatila and Kutila, who was brought around his mother-in-law, who, who criticizes her the most, they came, and, and Mother Yashoda also said, I'll do it. And so Krishna, Krishna thought, I can't embarrass my mother. I don't want to put her in an awkward position. And he said, so no family member can do it. It won't, it, won't be, it won't work for her family member. So this Jatila, she came, she tried it, she fell, it didn't work. Kutila came, she got out, walked out on the hair, she fell into the Yamuna. So nobody could do it. So they asked this doctor, they said, you must also be an astrologer. Since you're a doctor, you must be an astrologer. And he said, yes. So they said, can you tell us who it is that can, can do this? So he started making, like, in the ground, you know, making uh, signs and everything. And then finally he said, yes, there is one person that can do this, and her name is Radha. If you can bring this person named Radha here, she can do this. So they all went. They got, the gopis got Srimati Radharani, and they brought her. And so she took the pot. She walked out onto the hair. This was actually Krishna's hair. They cut Krishna's hair and made a rope across the Yamuna. So she walked out on the hair, and when she looked into the Yamuna, she saw Krishna's smiling face. And when he smiled at her, he was telling her, you you can do this. I'm here, and you can do this. So she dipped the pot with the holes in it and brought it up. And when she looked into the pot, here again, she saw Krishna's face. And Krishna manifested a thousand fingers and his hand and 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 uh, stopped up every hole that was in the pot. Each each of those thousand holes, he stopped up every one of them. So when Radharani picked the pot up out of the water, no water came out. And she asked Lalita, she said, "Is do you see any water coming out?" And she said, "No, it's not." So so she took the pot back to the doctor, who was also Krishna, and uh, and he mixed it with some potion uh, and gave it to uh, to to Krishna. And Krishna immediately woke up and his fever broke and he was fine. So. Uh, and this way, Krishna actually protected Srimati Radharani's chastity uh, uh, by doing this. Um, so it says that another quality of Srimati Radharani is she, she's very cunning. She actually, she actually likes to joke around. Uh, she's very expert in joking. So once Krishna was waiting to... Uh, we only have 30 minutes, so I'll tell, tell this story really fast because it's probably time now. But um, Krishna was waiting for Srimati Radharani, and he plays his flute. And when he plays his flute, he has a special note that only Srimati Radharani can hear. No one else can hear it. And he's calling her to come to him. So he's waiting there, and nothing happens because Srimati Radharani, Jatila, had told her, you can't leave the house today. You're not allowed to leave the house. And she actually sat in front of the house, Jatila did, with a big stick. You know, thinking if Krishna comes, I'm going to run him off with a stick. So, so Srimati Radharani didn't know what to do. And Krishna, he said, I can't. He told Subal, he said, I can't go through the day without seeing Srimati Radharani. I have to see her. 
So he said, you have to do something. So Subal, he looked at the other Gopas, uh, his friends, and they were all going, eh, we don't, we don't really know what to do either. So he thought, okay, let me go to the Jatila's house, because he was actually friends with their family. So Subal goes up, and Jatila's sitting there with a stick, and she's saying, Subal, what are you doing? And he said, well, I'm, I'm looking for a cow, a, a calf. A calf ran away, and I'm trying to find him. So she said, well, go, you go in the house and get some water. So he went in the house, and he went to Shamati Radharani's room. And so he was there, and, and, she, and uh, Radharani was saying, uh, I'm, you know, I'm stuck in the house here. Jatila won't let me leave. He said, well, Krishna's waiting on you. And she said, I know, but I can't leave. And so he said, all right, I have a plan. He said, Subal looked a lot like Srimati Radharani. He was actually, uh, if you, like you might say, a male Srimati Radharani because he had her features. He looked so much like her. So he said, what, I'll, what we'll do is you dress up in my clothes and I'll dress up in your clothes like a, like a gopi, like I'm you, and I'll stay in the house here and then you can go and take the calf back to Krishna. And I'll go back to Krishna. And she said, well, there's two things, two problems with that plan. She said, I like the plan, but she said, I have long hair, and I also am a woman, so I have breasts. So how am I going to get past Jatila if I'm, if, you know, if I have my hair down and, and she can see me? So he said, okay, I just saw a calf go by the window. He said, what you'll do is I'll take your hair and curl it up and put a turban. We'll put a turban on and roll your hair up so she doesn't see that. And then when you pick the calf up, it'll, it'll, you know, you won't be able to see see your breasts. So, so that way you can get by Jatila. So they they dressed up in each other's clothes, and then uh, Sridham, uh, I'm sorry, Subal walked out, and then right in in Radharani, Radharani's voice, he said, "Oh, I feel so." Uh, helpless today. I can't go see Krishna. It sounds just like Srimati Radharani. And so then Srimati Radharani, she, she said, I think I'll take this calf back to Krishna. So she was speaking in Krishna's voice, you know. So they were both perfect uh, imitations of each other's voice. So she picks the calf up and she walks out the door and Jatila's standing there. And she she said, uh, Subal, what are you doing? And she, he said, well, I'm I'm taking this cat back to Krishna. And she, when, as soon as she heard the word Krishna, she said, yeah, get him as far away from here as you, you can. I don't want Krishna around around my my uh, daughter-in-law. So Srimad Radharani, Krishna's waiting. He's looking down the path and looking down the path and nothing's happening. And so all of a sudden, um, Subal, I mean, Radharani dressed as Subal, comes walking up. And Krishna's thinking, Subhal, you, well, you have a calf, but you don't have Radharani. What's going on? And, and so Srimati Radharani thought, well, let, let me play this out a little bit here and see, see, just kind of trick Krishna. So she said, oh, I'm, in Subhal's voice, she said, oh, I'm so sorry. I tried, but Jatila was sitting there with a stick and I, I can't get by her. So I, I didn't know what to do. And he was saying, Krishna said, Subhal, you've never failed me before. How can you, how can you not bring Srimati Radharani to me? And so Radharani thought, okay, let me, let me play this even a little further. She said, well, if you want, rather than Srimati Radharani, I can go get Chandravali. Uh, and so, <laughs> so, uh, Krishna, Krishna just kind of put his head down and he, he said, no, I only want my beloved Radha. And when he said that, Srimati Radharani, her emotions just came out. She couldn't hold herself any longer. And so she ran and grabbed Krishna and hugged him. And Krishna's thinking, why is Subal, why is he hugging me like this? And why do I feel ecstasy with his touch, him touching me? And, and so he kind of pushed her back and looked into her eyes and he could see that it was actually Srimati Radharani. And so they both got a good laugh out of it and everything. So I guess uh, I don't know if I should keep talking. Uh, 
But anyway, that's just some of the pastimes of Shimati Radharani Jai. Shimati Radharani Ki Jai. Done.